0: Hollywood is responsible for churning out some of the most vile, nauseating, repulsive images for the world to gag on. Ben tells you about his favorites. Here we go. Another exciting edition of Not Your Average Horror Show. This week, we are bringing back another guest host. In fact, he is replacing, not permanently, I don't think, but the usual co-host, Adrian. Um, She's not able to do this one, but we are bringing back from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Good friend, brother-in-law, whatever you want to call him, New York City's finest, Mr. Chris, would you like to say something to introduce yourself? Hey, yo, Adrienne! <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. So we are doing Terrifier one and two at this moment. Now, the funny thing is we've actually done this before. We've gone through this. You might be thinking, I don't remember hearing a terrifier one and two before it was because like the recording got fucked up somehow because there was a lot of alcohol involved, right? Confirmed. There was no sound check. There was nothing. We just like flipped on this device here and just started talking and then recorded nothing. It's we a might shame. have been
1: talking to carrots for all we know. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's a damn shame. We had some good stuff recorded. I mean, that was when was that? That was the era of the Long Island killer from Gilgo Beach getting captured, right? Confirmed. Yeah. Your neighbor, yeah, yeah my Your neighbor, this
1: is neighbor and good buddy. Definitely not a conspirator, uh-huh. co-conspirator, whatever. Big fat bastard.
0: Yeah, he was a big guy. He was, uh, he was big. He had a gigantic, like pumpkin head face. Oh yeah. So and well,
1: arsenal of weapons too. Yeah,
0: and he built a. <laughs> bodies on the beach or in the background. Um, Not near where the sunbathers are, right? But just kind of like, you know, where the weeds are. Yeah, don't worry. If you saw the people that sunbathe on those beaches, you probably wouldn't want to. (laughs) You wouldn't have known the corpse. (laughs) You wouldn't
1: have looked too deep anyway. (laughs) You wouldn't know the
0: corpses from the (laughs) (laughs) sunbathers? Probably not. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, so Terrifier is not like one of the movies that I've usually done on here. For one thing, um, I don't think Adrian could handle watching one of these or even hearing about it. As we're, we have it on the background right now, and we see the clown with his like wide ass smile, like tearing somebody apart. He's about to hit him with a mallet. Amazing. <laughs> it's Terrifier, too, for the record. This is, yeah, we're kind of doing a combo. If I didn't mention yeah, that, yeah. we're doing one and two. So if we like kind of like, you know, skip ahead, skip back from movie to movie, bear with us.
1: All very entertaining, yeah, changeable.
0: Eyeball dangling. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so, in regard to the first one, you know, I'd heard about it. The thing I heard about first with that movie is, of course, that one scene, which, you know, we can wait till later to talk about that. But there's one scene that stands out among any of those. And that's, you know, anybody who knows anything about this movie knows what I'm talking about. But I think for that reason, I was just like, OK, so just like looking to sensationalize or just looking to like, you know, just shock people. And that's it. That's all there is to it. So I didn't really like, you know, seek it out to watch it. But eventually at some point, I don't know, I must have had running out of stuff to watch one night. And it happened to be once in a while, like they'll. Based on what you've seen before, like the disgusting shit that you've watched in the past, like your cable company or your provider will give you suggestions of what to watch. And that one popped up. And I'm like, no, nah, I didn't mean to see this, but like, what the hell? Let's give it a try. And I was surprised that, you know, right from the start, it kind of felt like a throwback to some of those older horror movies where it's just like you've got that Halloween feel. Like that's when it took place, the first one, right? Yeah trying to think back so yeah it did a good job of doing that of kind of like featuring those classic you know haunted looking areas the trees the leaves, on the ground which is like always key and just the shadows and stuff it wasn't like it wasn't based around we were talking before about like how a lot of modern day horror movies base everything around like a few rich snotty kids Mm. and it's a very familiar theme it's nothing like that yeah so definitely some creativity i don't know i forget who directed that was it just uh like First time director this is uh,
1: Damien uh, Leone. Like okay, he, that sounds something familiar. Like that, yeah. yeah. He did. So they did All Hallows Eve, which was a like a trilogy, I think. Definitely, okay. it, it had a couple stories. I know, and it had this character as like a a one off. I I remember watching it kind of on a whim too, and it was. I, th- I think it's like a fifteen minute bit, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, he did the subsequent two movies after, but. It really yeah. is. I mean this character is so cool, man. Like I'm watching this right now. We have we have Terrifier 2 on right now. And he's such a good character and what I love so much about it is it is kind of a throwback to like the silent film era, right? Like what made oh, that's true movies too. like Nosferatu and the original Phantom of the Opera and you know, all these things made them so terrifying was like, it took nothing to be scared. It, it it was all in the face, all in the attribute, all in the attitude, all in the actual acting. Yeah. And this crazy fuck, I forgot, I, I don't know who the actor is. I I know his name, but.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. It's like some young guy who would, you would, you know, if you saw him in person, you know, he looks like, you know, anybody walking down the street, mm-hmm. very like, you know, just skinny looking random dude, but. Yeah.
1: Mr. Fucking Blondo. He, uh, I was actually reading. He, the reason why he got the the part, I think, was they were doing like the audition or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's supposed to be a part where like he's eating the blood or drinking the blood out of a, a skull or something, you know. And he ad- added salt to taste. Oh, Wow! <laughs> 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 they ended up giving it to him. For that. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. But that's a whole know, different level of sick, right there. Yeah, but imagine. But listen, imagine having such an ability. To be so far. Fi- I mean, listen. The makeup's creepy, you know. And they said this is supposed to be like the antithesis of it. Like everything about oh, this yeah. guy is like the complete polar opposite, right? Like he doesn't talk. He's black and white. He mm-hmm. has no hair. Like down to a t, he's got nothing. You know, <laughs> he's nothing like it. But, um, or, oh, Pennywise, whatever they call. Oh it, yeah, no, no. yeah, right. But just to have that ability to just say nothing and be so. Fucking terrifying. You know, like <laughs> it's amazing. And you know what? And credit to the kid, credit to the director. Mm-hmm. Um for fucking for low budget films, you know, that they're, they're so good and so straight to the point and so simple, but so
0: fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, if someone were to say to you, Well, well, Jason Voorhees doesn't say anything, Michael Myers doesn't say anything, not quite the same thing. The same thing. Yeah. It's easy to sit behind a mask.
1: Those. Right.
0: Listen, yeah in their own
1: rights they had their their time but but it's this, not the same you know?
0: right it's yeah it's very familiar it's very like simple formula formulaic yeah. really is what those ones are you know it's just like and it's just looking you know for gore and shock and stuff but this is kind of doing the same thing but also just like the the mannerisms of the guy's face that just really is creepy too that smile mm-hmm. i remember like you know in the first part of it when they're in that pizza shop yeah. and you first see him he's just kind of sitting there and they're creeped out by it and then the blonde girl finally is like, you know, getting more and more comfortable with him, And just mm-hmm. like, you just know that's the wrong move. Just like watching this guy's face. And then, um, I've heard the first thing he does, like when he does smile, cause he was kind of like, a ring. what?
1: Well, he does buy him a ring. I don't know if that's what you're alluding to, but no,
0: continue. Sorry. Oh, in the pizza shop part.
1: Yeah. He, he goes to the fucking quarter. He pulls a quarter off oh, a the toy. tables and he buys a toy ring and hands it to the fucking right. Brand
0: yeah she's completely disgusted yeah
1: <laughs> sorry i don't know if that's what you're talking clearly no
0: yeah pretty much like i forgot that part i didn't remember him like smiling at all until like he came out of the shitter and then the the, the, the pizza shop owner is all pissed off you don't know what happened in there you just know like something <laughs> happened and he's like what the fuck get out of here and he's just like you know really like you know he's pushing him and the guy's just like laughing his ass off and then he's they push him outside the door and he's like looking inside and still laughing yeah that was pretty hilarious still wiping shit on the outside and the they don't see too. until later that he's just <laughs> shit all over the place
1: Yeah. You know? Well, the- was funny? Sorry to cut you off, but Never. what was funny to me is I remember so I, I rewatched that first one
0: and I uh-huh. remember watching
1: it and and they show you like right off the bat, they show you that interview with the mangled girl and the bitchy yeah host or whatever. But they show you the killer, which doesn't really happen in, in most movies. I don't I don't remember many horror movies where like you see the killer before you see the victims, really. And they show him getting ready. Now, of course, All Hallows' Eve, happens, so you can't really say it's the first time you're seeing him. Mm-hmm. But if you want to take these as standalones, you've never seen Art the Clown. You know, if you never saw All Hallows' Eve, then this is the first time you've seen him. And it's just so well-balanced and... You know, it's so violent, and I love it, you know? <laughs> and as we all know, if you if you listen, you know, those four people that listen to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre podcast, you know, no. <laughs> we all know I love a good massacre, and I want everybody dead. <laughs> and number one was perfect, because really, the only survivor really shouldn't have survived, you know? Yeah. Like, what a miserable existence to survive in, right?
0: That was pretty disturbing, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened to that girl? And then that interview right off the bat, you're like, who is this? And you don't even know how that relates to the movie. No. You know, because it's just so, like man. that woman gets killed. And you can almost kind of forget about it. And then it wraps around at the ending. Like, you know, you find out who she was and like why mm-hmm. she was there. And it's just like, wow. But yeah, and that this is another example of like, um, you know, you don't really know who the survivor's gonna be or who's going to like win, if anybody. You assume that it was the other sister that was in this right up until um halfway through the movie, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of it seemed like she was holding her own against this guy. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, you know, he's got to bolt it down to the chair and everything. And he's, he's taunting her. You know, he's got the gun. And then that's that's one thing that you never see either. It's just like this guy has like everything he needs like to kill somebody. And you see him pull out a gun <laughs> and start blasting away.
1: So that was the best part. Actually, that's a good point to bring up too. So what, what ended up happening in that movie though was... He doesn't pull the gun until she's about to kill him, which is also something you never see in those serial killer movies, right? Like, you never yeah. see it in fucking, you know. It, that's why you bring up, you know, Jason and Mike Myers and all that. Yeah. You know. It, literally, the heroine, the one, I think her name was Tara, I want to say. Yeah, um, I don't know. The, I, I think the brunette was Tara. I, I you know, it, it, Irrelevant. But uh, she's she's literally about to get up and kill him. She's mm-hmm. walking towards her, and like a slapstick gag, he pulls out a gun and shoots her. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. And then he ends up shooting her like six times in the face. And it was yeah. it's pretty good. Pretty yeah, funny,
0: <laughs> and then but then something happens. Just like as he's doing it, like you know, he's he's shooting, and then like he runs out of bullets, right? At yeah. one point, yep, and then he shoots
1: her in the face, and then runs out of bullets. That's right, yeah.
0: And then he he has this like he puts his hand up, and he has this look of despair on <laughs> his face. It's like, <laughs> it's so- what the fuck are you like? worried? You, you know what you know? You just shot this girl like five okay. times. Who just like watched her friend get savage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, <so> good <laughs> good And here you they're trying to make this look like you know he's the victim here because he ran out of bullets and he's. <laughs> It really, but again,
1: it, it comes back to
0: really good acting, really convincing,
1: terrifying. Yeah. I mean, like.
0: Yeah. And directing style. I mean, that's crazy. But yeah, I guess it does. You know, we can't just like ignore that one part of the movie, though, where it's just like that which is like one of the most grisliest scenes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anybody who hasn't seen this, you know, they capture this was the girl who was in the pizza. Show, they were two friends from pizza and he just stalks them. To the point where it's just like he captures, I forget how exactly he did it or what lured them in there. I remember like when Ed used, used the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Right. So he slashes their tires. He sees so that's right. He
1: sees them leaning up against the car. They're too drunk. The brunette convinces the blonde that they need to go get something to eat mm-hmm. because they're too drunk. Yeah. So but he sees them sitting up against their car. They go to the pizza shop. They come back from the pizza shop, find that their tire is slashed. Yeah. The brunette calls her sister. The sister is on her way from Bumblefuck, Jersey, wherever the fuck she's right. coming from. Right. And while they're sitting in the car, the brunette has to use the can, so she sees <laughs> the bug guy, whatever, pop out of the building. And that's right. They fucking, you know, they. they
0: you don't know them, if he know. could be a threat himself, you know, because <laughs> exactly. he looks pretty shady himself, also. But, exactly.
1: Yeah. And uh, so that's what it was. So they fucking. So they ended up going. She goes to use a can, and then he worms his way in there. Yeah. While they're waiting for the sister to come, and he must—I have, think—he kidnaps the blonde while she's sitting in the car. Oh, okay. So that's. Oh, sorry if you caught that. <laughs> oh, hockey. <laughs> sorry, about that. I'm terrified of hockey. <laughs> Trying to get this shit to work.
0: Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I forgot exactly you know what transpired as far as like them going from the car into the building, and then like there's the bug guy, and then. There's some interaction there, but then like eventually, it's just like her. And then oh, and then there's like that weird uh the lady woman, yeah. with the not cat dead. Was the it a doll? a dead baby or doll? A doll. Okay, Emily, okay.
1: Emily the doll. How do I remember that? Not the fucking names, otherwise. Right, right. I'm not a creepy doll guy. No more. <laughs> <I> promise. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. Uh. Creepy
0: doll. You ever heard of a movie called Curtains? It's just like this really obscure movie from the early 80s. And there was like a doll involved with that. And I was watching that the other night. And it was like boring as hell. It had everything you needed for it to be a horror movie, like the creepy mask, the creepy dolls, yeah, the killer, and like these six girls like in a mansion where they're doing like audition for a movie. And it's just like, it turned out to be like a total bore fest. I couldn't believe it's just, they couldn't even accidentally make this thing interesting. <laughs> you had all the ingredients there, but anyway that was a big 80s thing and early 90s they chose a lot of weird
1: fucking schemes to run with like things nobody gave a fuck about right <laughs> you know? yeah try to make everything scary and
0: yeah it didn't matter they're looking to catch lightning in a bottle right you know it's just like well let's try this you know maybe if we put them inside of um i don't know a t- <laughs> underwater let's put them underwater. water let's put them in you know on the moon wherever Ugh. but um <laughs> yeah i know there was too many different ideas. It's When you look back on the, how much shit came out in the 80s, it's just like unbelievable. You know, the stuff that... The popular stuff, even... A movie like Graduation Day wasn't even necessarily popular. <laughs> so you know, and it was... It was so stupid. It wasn't the best, definitely. <laughs> that but true. that alone wasn't even really like a recognizable name. But like below that, there's just like hundreds, there's tons of stuff of serial killer type movies, which you might never know because they never made it to like VHS or DVD. But the, the the stuff they were like trying back then, there should be some master list somewhere of just like all the shit that came out and just like the most weirdest and real low budget. What else blood hook? Um man, there's something else. I don't know. Three on a meat hook. And these are, like, cult favorites, too. Like, in the cult movie underground, like, people know this, but it's just, like, definitely not mainstream stuff. But, um, yeah, so, nevertheless, um, yeah, so, inside, back inside that warehouse, you know, it's just, um, you didn't really know, like, who to be afraid of. Obviously, these people were creepy, but you get a feeling like there was something much, you already saw who the clown was. And, obviously, Mm -hmm. that's going to be the main antagonist of the movie. So, yeah, sooner or later, like, those people just get brushed aside, and they're face-to-face with Art the Clown. And then before that girl was shot, as savagely as she was, she sees like her own friend hung upside down naked in front of her. She had a sheet covering it first, right?
1: Yeah, I think he like whips it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think she was, you know, she had a gag on or something. So she didn't know what was underneath the sheet. She didn't hear anything and couldn't tape. see anything. Actually, that's, a good, oh, okay. that's
1: actually a nice little point, too, not to cut you off. But that was a nice little touch to the film <laughs> to tape the mouth. Yeah. And then, as the blood comes down, it actually the tape comes off. So she sorry to smack that. But, <laughs> the tape comes off, so she's actually screaming more and more as the blood is trickling down her body. She's pretty screwed up, but oh,
0: uh, okay. Pretty
1: smart little uh, I you know probably wasn't even intentional, but it was a good add in.
0: Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, that's just like remember the ho- either hostel or hostile two did something like that mm-hmm. also. Our girl was hanging, and then there's that lady was like bathing yeah. in the blood. She had that mm-hmm. like knife thing she kept sticking. That was pretty yeah. the psych- or
1: whatever the fuck. They yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: They call it, but yeah, another brutal uh series with that. That was a good one but too, but what happened to girls even more than that? I oh mean, yeah, so she's hanging like you know one leg. The legs are you know you picture a V. and That's pretty much how <laughs> she was hanging. <laughs> right yeah he definitely started cutting from the v that's
1: for sure yeah yeah <laughs> did not
0: look good not good mm-hmm. that like was just you know one of those things just like you know you see shit in movies sometimes and the movie's disgusting it's disturbing but something like that it's just like a whole different level of just like man what kind of sick mind thought of that it's just so
1: Man. Somebody's got to do it, <laughs> and then not just <laughs> <laughs> not just for that to happen to
0: somebody, but then for like her best friend to be watching it happen. Oh, yeah. You know, that's like that just makes it you know way worse, of course. But just mm. and then what did he use? Like um, not a uh, not a chainsaw, he used, but she just
1: a saw like a handsaw, a
0: handsaw. Mm. And that's even nastier. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty brutal, and that's what that girl saw like right before she got shot herself. No pun intended. <laughs> so stupid
1: continue sorry yeah
0: yeah so at this point her other her she had contacted her sister she would have had to because obviously she's dead like both the girls are dead at that point so she had to be on her way i think it's
1: like an Mm -hmm. hour hour and a half time lapse between when they call to when the sister shows up at the garage Mm -hmm. it's got to be I mean, it's a long time. Yeah. So wherever
0: she's coming from, it looks like she's in like college or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. That's why. Because she was supposed to be with them or something, right? Or there was some reason like why she couldn't. Nah, come she out was anything. just like, well, maybe, but
1: I, I know there was a point or, where like she's just like a, a bookworm, so she didn't yeah. really go out too much. She was like busy studying or whatever the fuck she's doing. Right. There's like. A, I, Part of the reason why she leaves is because her fucking roommate is trying to get
0: laid, and like
1: (laughs) that's right.
0: Sometimes, like I think one thing happened because, like, like I was saying, it's just like you see much shit, and then the older you get, you know, everything blends together, even if Mm -hmm. you just watched it yesterday or this afternoon. But like I've said so much, so many times, like you know what I thought happened, like I'll say it right in the podcast. I'll go back later and watch the movie. I'm like, oh shit, what I said in the podcast was totally not even what happened. The name wasn't right. The (laughs) scene was just like nobody like nobody said anything. So nobody's listening it's just me and you ben is that what it is you're <laughs> maybe, the only maybe
1: fan <laughs> maybe kate to make sure you're not saying anything too weird oh no kate doesn't even listen anymore either. Really. Oh, i would have given up a long time about she, her too. Yeah. yeah
0: she used to but now i can't even count on her
1: <laughs> well you know what it, the hell the lack of consistency ben <laughs> i check every wednesday or thursday and if i don't see it i know i'm cursing your name on my way into it's work not... at three o'clock in the morning
0: <laughs> it's not a good formula i guess like just to skip a week and take a week off or two weeks off here and there to build up an audience right neither change. is switching up your hosts either yeah. soon enough i would need to be doing my own my own podcast I'll it'll be, be like doing it from work <laughs> there i am in the middle of fucking east
1: new york welcome to this shit everybody uh, hold on time out somebody's pissing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah come from the squad car or whatever yeah what do you fuck yeah. <laughs> Be like what's he do? I'm taking <laughs> videos,
1: putting it up on World Star. Nobody's gonna give you shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, selfie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you see enough shit every day. I mean, that's a horror movie itself, right?
1: It's pretty funny. New yeah.
0: York City. I mean, hey, you know what could be? Uh... <laughs> I'm sure nothing bad ever happens. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, what? for me, I mean, I think that's part of the thing too. I mean, I've always had a strong affinity for ultra violence and horror
0: movies, and you
1: know, whatever. I, I love this stuff because I think I think it's funny. Just like my humor, like I think it's funny to take things to real extremes, right? I want to see I want to see everybody push the limits. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want people to be uncomfortable. I want you to feel something, whether it's good or bad or whatever, awkward. Yeah, that shit to me is funny. You know. Um what what in the movie we're talking about? Or no, like just in about? general. And of this uh, movie, this movie is the embodiment of that. And I think I think I think it's what's so great about this is like it it pushes the boundary and the realms like Terrifier 1 and 2 were both so awesomely violent in like such a funny, bizarre way, but mm. kind of a realistic way. Like nothing about this is really that far out of the realm of actual physics, right? Like you look at this, this isn't there's nothing like you don't have anything that couldn't necessarily happen in real life. I mean, you know, the blood gush yeah. and the and the popping out. Yeah, right. Shit could actually happen the way it would happen in real life, which I love. But... It's not something you're gonna see every day, you know. No. You see somebody get hit by a car, you're like, "Oh, I expected this guy to explode, but nah." It's like, <laughs> "Oh, his, his bones are sticking out, and he, his tongue is hanging in his mouth." And it's not as gory as you think it is, right? huh. Or I've seen like I've seen people fall off a of fucking fifty-story buildings and land in perfect pancakes with their faces pointed up. As happening? It's, you saw oh what? yeah! Or, wow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I saw wow. I saw one kid fall off the fucking top of the uh, Four Seasons. Ask my wife about that one. She didn't. She didn't think that was as funny as I did. But uh, uh, I think I heard that story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she didn't think yeah. that was funny, okay. but, uh, you know, it's never as gory as you think. Like the kid died, but he wasn't like a big mush. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, and fucking broke his nose and went into his little brain. And that was pretty much it. Right. So it was like a okay. little blood dripping out of his nose. And you're like, all right. You know, I thought the kid was still alive. I mean, he's still kind of technically alive. He was alive. He's jittering and moving and all this. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's- but I mean, whatever. He was dead. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, like, then you see these movies, and you're like, holy shit, this guy fucking exploded. A car ran him over, and he blew up into 90 fucking million pieces. Well,
0: that's... Like, doesn't really happen. like <laughs> Yeah, like, in Halloween Kills, like, I was just talking about that last week, you know? And it's, they showed, like, that, not Michael Myers, but the other guy that escaped from a in- mental institution, the guy that was kind of, like, a safe mental institution escapee. But they thought he was Michael Myers, and then he was in the hospital, and he goes up to the highest floor and jumps out. When he lands, it's just, like, they may get as disgusting as it could possibly look. You know, it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, one eyeball's over here, and, like, his face is just, in like, in one section over here, and the rest of his head's over here, and the, the body, yeah. Hollywood, but, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's nasty. But this... Yeah, this movie, though, like they do seem to take some of that gore to the extreme because like you've never seen it before. You know, like the head when he's in that pizza shop and for whatever reason, like whatever (laughs) sick reason he needs to kill these people that did nothing to him. Well, I guess he was thrown out of the shitter because he shit all over the wall. But then like he comes back and then the owner just like, man, decapitating him. And like what he did, like uh, he the head was in. Was it a pumpkin? Oh, he or he made a pumpkin out of it or something a like that? his head, yeah. Which is pretty nasty. And then the helper there, I think he did something to the head. Where all you can see is like the note and everything's just kind of like, you know, mushed out of <laughs> the way. And it's like, yeah, I guess that could potentially happen. But yeah, I've never seen it even in a movie. That's pretty nasty. It's pretty good. Yeah, whoever did the makeup in this must have been some Savini protege, I got to say.
1: Fantastic, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> but yeah so the gore was like really bad and it's just like so when um once those two girls are out of the picture and it's just the sister alone with him in that building um that becomes pretty creepy it becomes more suspenseful at that point mm-hmm. you know because he's done kind of like you know the most of the killing he's done in the movie and it's just like psychological taunting I think with her, I think, you know, he, she's locked away in a cabinet somewhere. Oh yeah. And he's coming, (laughs) he's coming out. Like I thought that was a woman at first. I mean, I obviously it was his head, but those boobs looked like they were attached, but he's like holding. No, I think it was prosthetics. You could see, well,
1: in the movie you could see. Yeah. I thought maybe like he was, I thought maybe he
0: had like a surgery or something and he was just like trying to like, you know, play games, but it was just, those were from a victim. You think it was from the homeless lady. Oh, really? I think so. I either that yeah. or Tara. But the homeless lady is
1: dead next to him at that point too. I think, or just about to die. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no! It, she was actually—he skinned her, so he's wearing her boobies. Okay, but because
0: she, she's talking to the fuck. This podcast is not for the, the squeamish, by the way. This, among some of the movies I've done, is more extreme than others. But yeah. that's confirmed. Hey, it happened to happen sooner or later, right? I mean, you're not putting up mix the it pictures up of them, I guess, Friday. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't think she knows what the hell, like as if things weren't scary enough, like he had to show her that. So just like to make things more conf- scary and confusing, bewildering. Yeah. So she must've gotten out of that cabinet or whatever. She was trapped in a locker. Well, she, yeah, I think she, I'm trying to think right now because I literally just watched this, but, um,
1: I think he kind of walks away and, or he hears something
0: and she sneaks <laughs> out something like that. If I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause at some point, like the cops do show up cause it, now this is getting towards the end of the movie. Yes. I don't know if it was like at that point that they arrived but yeah he must have heard something and then that enabled her to get out of there. It was but I think it was a homeless lady or something. I don't I don't really
1: remember but or maybe he just lured her out but uh at some sort point <laughs> he just ambushes her because now she's back out looking for her sister and yeah she thinks that the body on the floor is her sister calling for help and it's just him with a wig and the homeless lady's <laughs> boobs and then he fucking but he eats her face or whatever the fuck he does? I don't know.
0: Is that what, I was trying to have, you know. Ate her your... face,
1: ripped her eyeball out or some shit. Ugh. Up, yeah.
0: So with his bare hands, he did all that? I don't know why I can't remember it, but I'm not.
1: Can't really remember the whole nines, but it was something like that. And then he ends up getting lit up like the Fourth of July by the police that arrive, and they think yeah. he's dead. And then they take him to the fucking thing. Doesn't he kill one of the door. cops also? Because I seem yeah, to remember, like he did you know, kill the cop. He I remember like you
0: know him. one of those big cruisers sitting there, and then like there's a cop in front of it. I don't know how he got to him, but yeah, he did one of the same things like they did the pizza guy, he just like stomped his or hammered away at his face or something. And then they definitely just,
1: like... shot him because I remember there was a there was a little
0: oh he shot him too there was yeah, there was a art confrontation no so okay. art.
1: I keep telling him not to reach for shit, whatever, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and he pulls out a little fucking pea shooter out of his, like, ankle or whatever, and shoots the cop, and the other cop shoots him, and then the whole thing, so something to that effect. Yeah. He definitely stomps somebody's fucking face in. I
0: want to say it was the pest control guy, but uh I could be wrong on that one, but he yeah. definitely
1: stomps somebody's it was, fucking head in.
0: I think it was a few people. Like, if it wasn't his foot, it was something like a hammer or something, because I know it happened at the pizza shop, and it happened, like, yeah. to the bug guy, I think, and then, like, whoever cop got it you know yeah and then but then like the second one also like he's doing the same thing in that it kind of opens that way doesn't it? open like in um was he in uh like a little uh, flashback in the, alley, in the hospital
1: and then in the hot well in the morgue yeah he's he yeah. supposed to be dead At right into the, the first one he comes back from what from whatever the the um Mortician is about to do the autopsy and yeah. having this whole pow-wow with the EMTs over like this fucking body and the other bodies that are coming in and <laughs> the mortician pops open the bag and then Art comes back without an eye and fucking attacks the mortician. And that, I think that was how the movie ends with that one. And okay. that's how it starts in the fucking second one is basically him in the alley and the confrontation with the cops and the whole whatever.
0: but Okay. Yeah. Because prior to well during the cops like he he gets one cop but then like he turns the gun on himself right oh he some... does
1: shoot himself oh that's what it was you're right I'm yeah sorry. No, we know it's you
0: know it's funny is last time we were talking about it like i didn't remember that part I don't remember that yeah, you did but this time i remember i literally just fucking around. saw it yeah i literally just watched <laughs> it like two days ago
1: three days ago so you're right he does shoot and what himself. was yeah he didn't shoot the cop he shot himself the cop doesn't die both cops lived he well, shoots himself in the head.
0: One of the cops, because I know, like somebody. I remember just seeing the body laying there, just like you know what happened. Like the, I remember what the face looked like. I'm pretty sure, unless it was just like some other random person that was there, it could have been like a first responder, like um, I don't know, an ambulance guy. It could have been one EMT, maybe. I don't know. I,
1: I I definitely remember the girl sitting there. I remember the fucking homeless lady up the way, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. My fucking brain is shut. <laughs> fucking... Yeah, fucking. yeah. So blank out
0: moment brought to you by Jameson. Yes, right. <laughs> how many, uh, how many glasses in are you at this point?
1: Let's not talk about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh. Let's find out later. <laughs>
0: hey, we got it recorded for, uh, for whenever, so it's all there. But That's um, cool. yeah. So he shoots himself, and then I don't know what prompted him to do that. Um, I just, you know, the guy's just crazy, he's or batch crazy, or man. just like fucking people's heads. Like you know, he mm-hmm. probably wanted to kill or make it look like he was dead, just to I don't know, get his name out of the news. And then just like continue his shit like he did in the second movie, and nobody's nobody's gonna take him to jail if they think he's dead. Well, that's, that's actually the funny old...
1: too. Just to, just to play on that, it's actually it does make good sense because as we're watching Terrifier two right now, we're in the dream sequence where uh, yeah. our you know main character heroine here is sitting here <laughs> with her fucking Wendy's pigtails, and right. Art is playing this psychological mind fuck. I mean, you know, maybe he, like, transcends, like, the mortal world. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. there must be something to this, right? Like, a is Freddy... legit. Like, a Freddy-esque, yeah.
0: Maybe this Nightmare is... Nightmare
1: on Elm Street Planescape, you know? like
0: Okay, so seems... with part two, I've already thought of, like, some nods to two other classic horror franchises, not great, you know, movie franchises, but Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. In the morgue, part four starts off with Jason. Was, mm-hmm. was it part five? Part four. He's in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you know, <laughs> he's laying there, right? You know, and it's like the 80s. This with a lot of movies, actually, by the way. But he's just like laying there. And you got the mortician who's just like, you know, always playing some kind of dumbass, like eating. He's eating something. They always have, mm-hmm. have that mortician eating something. There's a dead body laying there just show them as, like <laughs> detached from that.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. And then sure enough, Jason comes to life in that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was like deliberate, like the way they did this or just like who the hell knows. All these movies are similar. So it probably wasn't even you know meant to be that way Mm -hmm. but that's what happened where he comes back to life and then there's a guy there who desperately tries to use the phone and tell somebody what's going on and then like what is he just he just calmly removes the phone from the guy's hand i think (laughs) and then as one of the many people who get like struck in the face by this guy in the first one happens this to him too it's fantastic pretty nasty stuff yeah but, um, yeah, so I think we were talking about that last time also where this dream sequence where he's got, like, the Tommy gun. He's just, like, shooting up, you know, men, women, and children all around the place. And Amazing. that's kind of, like, some kind of, like, dream invasion also. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember how this – I don't even think I got to see this whole thing. But he – does that happen consistently where he's in people's dreams in this one or is no. it just kind of – I think this was the only one. I think
1: because I think this was like the big. Uh, she like I think she falls asleep during whatever nonsense. But I think this was the only real thing that that happens like this. Everything else is kind of straightforward. But uh-huh. the, there's like there's some shit with like the occult. I mean, I haven't seen this one since when we tried to fucking record the last one. Anyway, right? But, um. <laughs> and he's like fucking setting this bitch on fire are you kidding me sick it's so weird and she's still fucking singing and playing guitar it's awesome
0: yeah well so much of this is just kind of like you know just kind of like moving in between fantasy and reality you know like early on in the movie i remember like i remember seeing this much like where he's in the laundromat right oh my god and he just starts taking his clothes off and he's sitting there his underwear he's like putting you know his clothes in the dryer and the washer just sees this girl a clown girl sitting there mm-hmm. and obviously he's you know she looks like him right yeah. except just a younger version of him and mm-hmm. she's sitting there and um she just diarrhea's all over the floor and she's smiling about it and this of course like charms him to no end because it's just like you know he's a fan of shitting so yeah. <laughs> naturally he's, it's he's like oh look at this little girl that's so cute she just shit all over the floor <laughs> it's like i wish she was mine oh man don't we all I don't know if that, like, um, and she's throughout the whole movie. Uh, you said before she was, like, maybe one of the victims that he killed, and this is just, like, all in his head. I don't know. This movie seemed to, like, go into yeah. some territory that uh, it seemed pretty, pretty ambitious, yeah. I guess, put it that way, yep. for what it is. Well, even this, I mean, I love this shit, man. Like, we're watching the scene right
1: now. I mean, you know, obviously, he just burned everything down, but... She's crawling Art over the kid who eats the Art Krispies, and it's got razor blades and bugs in it. So the kid just slid his throat from the inside. And now she
0: just reached her hand in there. She got bugs and razor blades and all this shit. It's pretty cool, man. So that girl, like with the Wendy's, you know, uh, pigtails and stuff. She's not like the one. She's not like the real life version of that fantasy clown girl. He's seeing, no. is she? No, okay, yeah, so those are two totally different people.
1: Yeah, because she'll she will eventually see the girl, which also kind of adds to that theory. Um, Because, you know, at at the end of this movie, you know, Clown Girl or whatever kind of like nods to her, to the the heroine of the movie. Uh-huh. Kind of like, not not so much as like a thanking her, but kind of like acknowledging her success in defeating the clown, you know.
0: Okay. So whatever whatever it was, but. Yeah, touching moment, right?
1: Yeah. This was, the, the only thing I didn't really love about this movie as far as this stuff, like. Was kind of like... There was a lot of sentiment in it as a whole. Like, everything's kind of revolved... Around, you, you get it. It's, it kind of revolves around <laughs> their their father who passed away. Like, oh, okay. their father foresaw all these things and drew all this stuff. And, like, the wings that are on fire right now. Like, all right. obviously, people listening to this have no fucking clue unless you've actually seen the movie. But... Uh, yeah like all these drawings he's got in this little notebook allude to all this shit and like her being this ultimate warrior that's gonna go out and fucking you know bring mm-hmm. vitamins to the kids and oh you know, yeah they're like she's supposed to be like she's gonna save the day and the father foresees all this shit uh, and like obsessed over art the clown and uh, all this shit you know.
0: Okay, so he predicts all this, and he saw it somehow, like even before, like the first movie, the stuff in the first movie, or... yeah.
1: Well, like, so I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly how it correlates to the thing with the first movie. Obviously, whenever it takes place, or however the father knows about this shit, you know, obviously, uh, arts, art's influence precludes the first movie, too. And, and, mm. and I don't know how far back All Hallows' Eve is supposed to be, or... Um, if it's supposed to be in the same time or the same, whatever it was, you know, I never looked that deeply into it, to be honest with you. I just watched the movies and, you know, obsessed over art, the clown after that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, like her nerdy younger brother is like, you know, he's following all this stuff. He's like the, the puzzle kid, you know, there's always one of those in the movies like, oh, mm-hmm. by the way, there's, he's like the uh, Jeff Goldblum of the movie, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, right? like, he's like, He's Independence Daying this movie, like, oh, look, I found this stuff. With these the clips, and Dad saw this happening, and this is what's oh, gonna happen. Okay. This is how we're gonna do it. And this is what you need. Oh,
0: right? Please. Yeah, that gets annoying. <laughs> yeah, does. What's when they? That's what kills it for me with horror movies. Like when they start like sequels start start you know trying to become like too clever. For their own good, I think, because that happens. Like the first one's like pretty much all about the killer, or at least that's Mm -hmm. all you're paying attention to. And then suddenly it's just like the the random people are in the movies, like in the sequels. It's just like suddenly they're becoming like a bigger part of the picture. And it's just like, no, no, Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I don't like want it. But I don't know. It's funny because you always say like you know you you want to see more of this, more of that. But then when they give it to you, it's just like, eh, who gives a shit? (laughs) Exactly. That's and that's what I say about like the whole slasher movie genre as as it is like i always complain they don't really make them like that anymore but when when they bring one back and they do and it's just i watch them like yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's nothing i haven't seen before so much it's just like yeah no shit of course they're gonna stop making them at some point Which, but you gotta try something different i guess is what i'm trying to say so they're mm-hmm. they try to like i guess revolve the story around the characters and then like when they get killed or mm-hmm. when they come face to face just makes it more impactful that way yeah yeah you know.
1: It's just always, like, I always hated these movies, even, like, the fucking Leprechaun and Species. Oh, yeah. Like, first of all, are you going to tell me, all right, in what fucking realm? I don't know a 12-year-old who can fucking write in cursive or tie their own shoes, let alone defeat an ultra being, like a a supernatural murderous being, right? (laughs) So you're telling me all these adults are getting fucking hacked up left and right, which, by the way, why are there only, like, seven of them in the entire town? Um, Which movie are you talking about? Any of these movies, okay. especially this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> I, I think there's a part like the, you know, art like fucking eggs this woman's car and the, the mother's car and like ruins it and like kind of lures her into death, you know, fucking murders her in the most spectacular way. Okay. Um, I don't remember if she's the one who gets skinned alive or if it was the uh, main character's friend who gets skinned alive. One of them gets fucking brutally murdered in the most fantastic way. In part two. Um, yeah, in part two, yeah. Um, But, like, so you look at this kid, right? Like, and, and you know, listen, God bless him. He's fucking doing whatever he's doing. But, like, tell <laughs> me this 12-year-old kid is going to solve the fucking mystery of an ultra-violent fucking yeah. six-foot-tall homicidal clown. Like, nah. <laughs> if this was real life, like, send this clown to the Bronx. Maybe they'll pull a couple guns. <laughs> you know, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll gun him down on fucking East Tremont. But this shit is not <laughs> happening in real life, right? Like, you know, where I grew up, there's going to be a dozen adults out there with baseball bats after the first body pounding this guy's guts out in <laughs> the street and making a fucking mural in the middle of the street, with you know what I mean? Like, they're painting with his blood. But in every one of these stupid movies, it's always like these young kids who are like <clears throat> defeating the bad guy. Yeah, drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, that's not something like I don't know why. What makes people want to, ever want to do that? I think one of the like more prominent ones too is the movie, and it's not like a really horror movie, but Signs. You remember that with like <laughs> the end. So with a kid, and I think it was somebody's yeah. son, like a famous actor's son, that was in that too. Mm-hmm. I forget who's either. Uh, I don't know, but it's just like yeah, he gets they, they focus so much on him. And he's just like sitting there kind of like, you know, in this monotone voice. Like He's like, no, we must put the water around. And that's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, come on. It's just like, yeah, the, the kids, the smart kid, like saving the day. It's just that gets a little bit old. Super old there. Yeah. But I guess like, yeah, I'm trying to think of other examples, but I guess there's not too many of them for the good reasons. Huh? the goonies oh yeah yeah
1: that's <laughs> no, like all no, different... they're solving their own problem but <laughs> you're telling me the goonies like these these fucking 12 year old kids hey, it was a great film i love that film i love the fucking you know right there's always gonna be a place in my heart for all those fucking people including the fucking legendary fucking uh feldman and and fucking josh brolin and all yeah
0: that and that man. yeah you forget chunk, like my dude chunk uh, um, right Oh, man. Uh, you, uh, that was a great movie. I can it still watch that movie. It was a great movie. Was, yeah, they that really meant the adults. The premise is so
1: ridiculous. I shout-out to Data for fucking when he just won some shit. I don't know. I, never, I didn't see the movie. Wait, hey, who's was, this? What? The kid who played oh, Data yeah, yeah, just yeah fucking yeah.
0: won an Academy Award. Here, there and, there, and everywhere or something like that. Yeah, it was the kid. I don't know what the hell he won. I don't know what the awards are. But From Temple of Doom also. Short round. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, fucking kid. Kid was a fucking amazing. He must have done something in between because I don't know what the hell he's doing all the time. But not my <laughs> business. But they were solving their own problem. But you're telling me right. they took down a fucking minor mob like by themselves, like nobody else paid attention to these fucking three <laughs> freaks with this fucking seven foot monster. In the- I mean, you never saw the fucking monster, but yeah, like sloth never comes out. but Matuzak. Like, <laughs> you're telling me these fucking people are murdering people and they're in some fucking shit shack and nobody noticed. So these like fucking twelve yeah. year old kids solved these murders and caps the fucking fratellis and that's the whole get the fuck out of here and how does that even, you know i'm not even getting into it i'm not going to this road but just, i'm just but when you're out. a kid though ahead.
0: that movie is awesome because i was i saw you know i was old enough to see it in the theater and like actually remember it so for me that was amazing like i loved it but yeah if you're an adult watching it at that time you're probably like oh this is but it's
1: stupid. amazing but. until you're like you're like oh i feel emboldened and empowered <laughs> as a kid and then you stand up for the bully and the bully beats the shit out of you <laughs> and then you're fucking out. you're like fuck you I could stand up for myself and one punch to the face and you're on the ground crying like a bitch begging for mercy because <laughs> they right. stomp your guts out <laughs> yeah, yeah, the goonies didn't do much for me that,
0: that did freak was... me out though I will say <laughs> what, the Fratellis was that their name yeah I remember like when they had him strapped to that chair and it's just like they they had the blender there or something <laughs> i was like what the fuck like i was it's freaking rough. out yeah yeah that was pretty crazy but yeah and even like not even just the bad guys but also like the parents throughout the rest of the movie or at the end of the movie when the bank tries to step in oh, and the yeah. kids are always like trying to negotiate with the bank they're like no dad rip those papers right up now we've got the air. and they ask yeah yeah and the <laughs> nodding <laughs> like, dad nodding his head he's like okay and he throws it up in the air and it's just like oh come on they really made adults look stupid in that movie either like Stupid or bad?
1: So many, that's what I'm saying. It's, but there's more than just that. There's so many of these stupid fucking movies are just like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. At least that one was done pretty well, though. And it's just like it's a movie that holds up today. You're like if if you're gonna let yourself no. like get caught up in it, I mean it's 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 fun to watch, but yeah, it, it is so silly. I'm you just know. being salty, Beth. Don't let me drag you
1: down. I'm just I'm just fucking oh, around a bit, you know.
0: I hear, yeah, having some fun.
1: <laughs> A complete fucking
0: tangent on the other side. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, that's what this podcast is all about. If you don't, you haven't you listened to these shows, it's like half the shit. I'm about the it. only it's- person who <laughs> listens
1: to these fucking shows. I'm only on here to hear myself talk. That's not <laughs> true.
0: There's somebody in South Dakota, at least. I know there's a Poor few people bastard. from somewhere in Oklahoma, maybe. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. New England. I've got a following in New England also. Just <laughs> so you know. Following in New England. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, four guys who are at fucking Seven Eleven working the overnights right <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> fucking stoned <down> at their faces. <laughs> they love
0: it. They can't get enough. I get harassed all the time when I miss a week I or think, two weeks.
1: Well, that's true. It's usually me though. What the fuck? <laughs> I got nothing to listen to. Like, it's, it's like my. you driving around in the Thursday car, Thursday morning. Three o'clock
0: in the morning. It's just like, damn it. This really, is supposed to be the only bright spot of the night, right? That's
1: it. I really just listen for Adrian. Just want to hear her make sure she's okay. <laughs> Fucking. She hates my guts, but it's all right. <laughs> ah, no, she loves you. No,
0: so yeah. Loves you like a brother in law.
1: So, well, I don't know if that's a good thing. Maybe,
0: maybe like The in laws
1: from Everybody Loves Raymond or Meet the Falkers. <laughs> like,
0: no, like, you saw The Sopranos, right? Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, the, the part where like um, Vito, of course, right, who turned out to be gay and then like the other, the New York mom. Johnny Cates or whatever the fuck. But, oh, yeah. Johnny <laughs> Cates. <laughs> Johnny, I didn't pull you away from that ladder because I was mad at you. It's because I love you. <laughs> Such a great scene. Very me <laughs> Literally. Yes, yeah, so where was I going with this? Yeah, so <laughs> Leotardo, when he was, you know, the smart ass that he was, they're talking about how the guy got killed, like, with the pool cue. Uh, Leotardo was like, no, 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 in all seriousness, I loved him like a son-in-law. Because he was <laughs> married to, like, you know, his his daughter, right? <laughs> Such a... <laughs> Talk about brilliant writing. Oh, well,
1: yeah. Well, that's the reason it lasted as long as he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, um, I know, too bad. Never be a Sopranos movie, though. That's a shame. It's like I... That, I think that was that would have been in the plan, but yeah, I can't do it now. Mm. No, Tony. So.
1: Which is sad, too.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? Real side note, I'm just going to put
1: this out there. <laughs> best thing James Gandolfini ever did was fucking Freak the Mighty. Challenge me on it. One of the best movies I think I ever saw. As a I don't kid. think I've heard of it. Freak the Mighty. Yeah. Very sad. I think it was, oh. uh, the, I think the kid. One of the main characters I want to say was like Kieran Culkin or something like that. I, I can't remember, but it kid—if it wasn't him, it looked exactly like him. Oh, okay,
0: was and that before Sopranos* or after?
1: That was definitely before. I think it was okay. like '95 or '96, something like that. I know he did Place, get, like, get shorty suits. that same
0: year. That same—he was the hitman or a bodyguard or something. He was like just quiet guy, you know, just like not really saying much yeah. of anything. And then I forget—I think John Travolta kind of like. Uh, distracted him and made him look stupid like he yeah he just like he looked like a dumbass i think *The pranos was the only movie where he actually looked like he was in charge and smart because there's a movie afterwards where it's just like he played some kind of like sleazy lawyer Mm -hmm. and he got like knocked off of this country fair like bleachers and into some horse shit and it's like he smeared every other movie he's in he doesn't come out looking so good (laughs) yeah no no freak the mighty was no different he was an abusive drunk you know father
1: just beating on his son just kind of sad but
0: that's a shame well really he had a good job, what though. seven year run with the sopranos so hey that's not bad made his money secured his future so <laughs> not a <bad. laughs> future for his family <laughs>
1: <guess>. <laughs> this is depressing moving on sorry about
0: that yeah but anyway the sopranos everybody you know? <laughs> but terrifier one and two i think we pretty much um said all we can i mean i don't know i'm thinking back on it like i think we hit everything that you possibly can with a movie like this i, I mean, mean it's you know you're not missing much Number three is coming soon. Yeah.
1: Apparently it's in the works. The uh the trailer I think either dropped or is dropping soon. So Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love think a I... good murder story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I heard about that. I think the only sequels I've looked forward to as much, aside from Deadpool, was uh, you know, Saw back in the day. The first saw blew my mind. The so- second saw did it justice, and the third saw was okay, and everything after that was complete dog shit. Um so I'm kinda hoping this strays from that path and stays true to the true to the game, you know, up, ups the stakes, makes it more brutal. Yeah. Uh doesn't try to be too fancy and too fucking, you know, lottie da with their bullshit, because it could be a very simple, straightforward, awesome film. Uh-huh. Um, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, What's that scurrying across I think that centipede. Like a, yeah, like a little house centipede. Little We're in the basement dungeon where all the bodies are. Hey, um, what could be more appropriate than that, right? This is Ben's
0: last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the centipede is just the beginning. Rest in peace. <laughs> As the drinks go on, the scarier it gets. Oh, it's going to be so much. So, uh, yep, terrifier one and two, three coming on the way soon. I mean, if you want something a little offbeat, a little abstract, definitely not your your average uh, horror movie. It's a happy ending for Chris. <laughs>
1: Everybody dies.
0: But for all you Chris Everybody. fans out there, he will be coming back for another show. Hell yeah! <laughs> filling your October's. It's <laughs> like I'm
1: filling your ear holes <laughs> with my proverbial, you know what?
0: Ah, nice. What do you call it? <laughs> Allegory there. <laughs> all right. On that note, see you next Wednesday.
1: Deuces.